I'm Jimmy P, filmmaker and sexual astronaut. First up, guys, please check out our fourth feature film for free over on YouTube. Just search for Little Monster or click on the link in the show notes below. This episode, I am joined by a very special guest, one that we've trying to been arranging to meet up for a while now, but we finally got him and myself in a virtual chat room at the same time. We've got Mr. Tom Lee Rutter of Carney Films. Tom, thank you so much for joining us, man. Absolute pleasure, James. Thanks for having me. Did you notice much of a difference between editing an anthology film or a vignette film rather than a traditional narrative? I know like earlier on you had, um, oh, was it Feast for a Beast? Yeah, and <laughs> yeah Feast for a Beast. Yeah. With, with those, obviously, they are much more of a, a straightforward narrative. And I, you know, I use it's those. A it's a little worse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, did you notice like much of a difference in terms of the, the edit then and, and, and refining it? Yeah. But, um, I think um, I, I just became consciously more obsessed with being able to pause a film and it still looked very picturesque, you know. And there's so many kind of digitally shot indie films that I'd seen, including some I'd made myself, where I just kind of I was just turned it off by the digital look and just that general yeah. kind of lit look or that uh, just, I don't know, just just, just just that regular look, I guess really. Mm-hmm. And so looking at like old, um, you know old photographs and, and old side of films, you can always just pause those and you're still stunned by the imagery, aren't you? You know, sort of thing. So it's like, well, how can I distill down a picture or an image and create it, make it very visually pleasing? And um, and so if I could pause it, I'd still think, wow, that's 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 lovely. <laughs> yep. So my emphasis was creating that all the time, really, if I could. But then obviously, you know, you do get your narrative parts thrown into the mix and all that. And so I don't know. I think the challenge again with with Day of the Stranger is the challenge of can I carve this into a narrative feature? And you said it were, but I, I weren't sure if it did because it was just a load of just random elements that seemingly at one point just to tell, make a point. So I guess, I don't know. I mean, they all pose the same sort of challenges when you're editing them, I guess, you know, it's because as even like a character walking from scene A to scene B, even if you just something weird with his arm, there's more fluidness to a narrative. So if a guy's not doing that to his arm anymore, you've created a sort of weird jump cut and yeah. those sort of things start bugging you. And then, <laughs> So all these sort of films, they've all got their own problems, haven't they, in the edit, I guess. And I guess I think to create a sort of vignette-based film is to get yourself that get-out-of-jail card of, you know, if something does jump cut, then it was intentional. <laughs> nice, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, that was the artistic intention. Nice, I like yeah, that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, would you have you been put off by vignettes uh, filmmaking now, or is that something that absolutely you're more than happy to keep exploring? Or, um, well, I kind of want to start playing more with characters, you know, and uh, we do have narratives, but still in a very much hazy black and whitey sort of. Uh, stream of consciousness sort of way mm-hmm. so in a way no but in a way yes <laughs> okay. I still want to take sort of vibes from pocket film there but do something different with that so I want to mm-hmm. you know strain it a little bit further and see um see what we get out of that then you know Good. and then it might get to a point where it's like okay that doesn't work anymore let's do something different who knows yeah. I do come up with different ideas that do have more emphasis on the narrative but it then 
it's all about how can you kind of cut that up a little bit now and and you know make it playful i guess yeah so. i think that's the thing once you've you've gone down the rabbit hole of something like vignette filmmaking and and, and especially you know how, how you've done it mm. yeah going back to a traditional film yeah might not feel as challenging um well, i suppose it's like how can you start merging the two now you know it's like yeah, yeah. how can uh how can you tell a story but without telling a sort of story? <laughs> I guess I don't know. Um, have you have you got something in mind, like solid in mind for next, or is it nebulous? Yeah, I, I have been juggling two or three things, but the obviously it's always the way, isn't it? You start emphasizing that you're going to make this one, but then you end up making this one, or you end up making a, a new one entirely. Um, uh, I've been looking at adapting a story, um, a short story you know, short horror fiction story. And I've also been like, you know, kind of thinking away on my, my dream opus, which I'm not quite sure how to approach it. I know how to approach certain parts of it, but there's a lot of gaps there that need, you know, filling and perhaps not by me, but by other writers, to be honest with you. Um, so yeah, I don't know what's going to start happening first out of those really. Mm. I'm looking forward to seeing which one it is. <laughs> okay. And are, are you factoring in a bit of a break? Because obviously you've been tied up with Pocket for you know a long time now. Is, is it you know is it nice having a bit of a breather, or are you just itching yeah. to do the next? Oh thing? yeah, it, it's. I, I, don't get me wrong, I feel a bit lost, but it's, um, what I love is being able to do a bit of gaming because I'm not really a gamer, but yeah. Um, but I can just like you know let off some steam by killing some aliens. I've just finished Half Life too. <laughs> right. Okay. I played all the games I used to love back then. You know, um, I've played the first three Thief games because you know it's a good bit of sort of medieval stealthing and whatnot. So I've just been enjoying that there, really, not having to kind of slave. But then don't get me wrong, I've found myself helping, you know, some friends do other bits and bobs. So I've always found the timeline open for something. Yeah, you know, and uh, but I've also been doing a lot of editing at work as well. So I'm, I'm getting the editing fix. It's just. Um, it just feels quite nice to have that behind me now, you know. Yeah. Ready to start fresh, start something new. Nice. <laughs> nice. And then I suppose, like, talking about, like, releasing films and everything like that, is traditional distribution something that you're interested in? Or is it much more about self-distribution for you? What's what, what's found, your things on the matter? I've found um, self-distribution worked really well for me, really. Um for Day of the Stranger, not so much because I, I wanted to give that to a distributor because A, I wanted to experiment to see what they did with it. Yeah. And B, it, I was kind of burnt out on the film, so I didn't kind of want to handle it myself. So it was a case of, right, let's see what these distributors can do with it and, you know, see where it ends up. I mean, granted, most places it's ended up, I could have put it there myself. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, self-distribution has worked a treat for me, uh, for Bella in particular. Um, sold so many uh, <laughs> copies of that, and it might. You, be the way... I mean, just to add to that, mm. the the Blu-ray release you did of that was, mm. you know, an amazing package. You know, it came with a poster and obviously mm. a, a really fully loaded disc. Yeah, man, yeah. Like that. Well, so it's, it's it's having that eye on the uh, the collector, isn't it? And uh, yes. if you want to sell something indie, uh, then you got to make a bit of a. Put a put a put a bit of a show on about it, haven't you? Really, and give them Absolutely. give them some get their money's worth out of it. Like, so it's 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 limited edition for reals. Um, so I guess I'll probably go the same 
with a pocket film. I haven't quite determined yet, but I've got some really kind of, you know, kind of playful ideas to incorporate into the package, which I hope we pull off because it's a sort of really playful film. So it should be a sort of playful package. It should spill out into the box as well, you know? Mm. So, so hopefully we kind of make sure that comes out next year and, and we do a good job of it fingers crossed <laughs> I, 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 I will definitely be uh yeah a customer of that I... well this is um this is something obviously you've done yourself self-distribution is that right With little yeah. Stuff. so yeah, how, yeah. how was that for you so i mean our experience was the first two were traditionally distributed um and i mean we we made money which is more than a lot of filmmakers mm-hmm. in similar experiences have not yeah. a lot you know um it's 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 kind of an anecdote but it's also true that you know i made enough money on the first film to fix the brakes on my car and to fix the boiler in my house so yeah. again m- much better than others right. have after, after that you know I've... yeah yeah much better than others have that's done. what you call a success story oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah it really is but i mean my my issue has always been is that you know if if our film didn't make money then fine it was the yeah. fact that it was making money for somebody who weren't the people who, who put the effort in. And and I appreciate, you know, these companies have members of staff and they've got to pay all that, but it's never transparent. Um, it's creative accounting, which is absolutely just shocking. Yeah. And after, after going through it the first two times, why, why would I, I do the same going forward? Um, so yeah, you know, we, we had a similar thing when we were, you know, going into our next feature film It's like, right what did we learn and you know what should we try ourselves um mm. and a lot of the stuff like i i picked up was was more from like self-publishing because there wasn't a lot of self-distribution around that at that time mm-hmm. um but it was seeing how self-publishing like that kind of model can be you know mapped onto it um and you know yes touch wood you know we've we've made money on little monster which is the the first one of the mm-hmm. ones that we self-distributed not not a huge amount again but we're in the black with that um, and yeah, going forward, it's 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 the level of control as well. Yeah, it's the, the control, and you know, you can make something really unique out of it if you really wanted to. And uh, yeah, it's all down to you, isn't it? And people love that because it's not just a sort of, it's not just shelf fodder. Then is it? It's something cool. It's something yeah. that they will pick up and pay. Even if they pay a little bit more than they'd usually pay for a Blu-ray, they pay they pay it because they want to support it. They want that piece, even if it's like one of hundred and fifty or something like that. So. I think it's a great way to go uh, because, you know, we're not all doing this to get rich, are we? You know, but if we can make a little bit of money back, then <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. As I say, I'm, I'm ha- if, I, if our stuff doesn't make money, then okay. You mm-hmm. know, like I've, I've, you know, had that creative release. I've been able to tell the stories I want to tell. Yeah. Then fine. But yeah, my issue always was, was that, you know, on the first two, we absolutely broke ourselves, you know, like ridiculous, you know, 11, 20 hour shooting days. Yeah, and yeah, you know, we we did make some money, um, but we 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 knew that you know a lot was being pocketed and wasn't filtering down to us. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, there's a lot of films being made today. I mean, you're looking at like upwards of 30, 40 grand, and some people are. I mean, this is a lot. A lot of this is through crowdfunding, but some people are putting a considerable amount of money into some of these films, and looking at the channels that I'm aware of on this level of indie and whatnot, there's not many opportunities to make that money back, really. No. I mean, if you give that to a sales agent 
especially one like you know the states who then takes it to the same usual suspects of distributors then you're not going to get anything and you probably won't even get your film back either you know it's just they'll just do whatever they want with that film and you know good luck trying to get in touch with anyone about that sort of thing yeah I mean, and again, that's that's what I love about your model is, you know, you, you're switched on enough to know that, you know, as little as you spend, it's significantly easier than to make your money back. Yeah, absolutely. You're not sacrificing anything on, on screen, mm. but you're not wasting money either. Oh, uh, yeah, if anything, it all goes on screen. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong, I've got desires to work with bigger budgets, but it's like, how big though, you know, at what point do you sort of move up a tier to think like, now I'm playing a different game there where yeah. there's more serious money discussed, or you, you know where that money, that revenue is going to come back. Whereas at this level now in India, you've really got to just create your own party and make sure people are looked after, I guess, the best you can. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, like we did with um, Little Monster, you know, we were our own investors as well. And, you know, that Brilliant. was from us working out that, you know, if if you're your own distributor, your own investor, then, mm. you know, basically you're taking the money. Um, if there's a platform, obviously, such as Amazon or whatever, they take their mm. cut. But after that, that money goes straight back into the investor because that's yeah. me. And there's no there's no middlemen in between there. Um, which, is, and, which is beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, obviously... <laughs> You've got to be able to afford a certain amount. So, Little Monster was a budget of three thousand, and there was, mm-hmm. you know, three investors. So each of us put a thousand in, and you know, we could at the time afford to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, scaling up, you know, it gets, yeah, exponentially more complicated. Yeah. I, I've, I've advised filmmakers who are like, "Well, I can do this for ten, but somebody's offering me 20 I'm like, "If you can do it for ten, do it for ten Yeah, you're, yeah. It, you, and they were talking, you know, about getting the 10 was from other investors. And I was like, you can make those investors happy. You know, if, if you're, if you're taking another 10 from somewhere else, then you're, you're going to have two disgruntled investors rather than one happy investor. So it is, it's so it's, you know, I'm so kind of not privy to some of the avenues where you can make money, but I I really just, I don't know how you can make a budget back most of the time. It's so, so difficult, really. the, the, where we found success has been actual physical screenings. So we, mm. we we didn't pursue festivals so much. We were doing like private screenings or screenings at film nights. Like ticketed where, ones and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it'd be very much like, you know, 50-50 on the door or, mm. or whatever in that way. Um, and, and we were lucky with that. And again, that was just based on previous experience we'd had with film festivals where it was like... I, I've been a judge on film festivals. I love being a judge on film festivals. I love being yeah. an audience member in film festivals. But for as a filmmaker, it's not doing what it, it needs to do for me. Right. Uh, and I'd much rather go to a, a film festival as a fan and not yeah. stressed out about my film, <laughs> you know, and whether everything's yeah. going to work at the time or whatever. Um, I mean, there's pros and cons there, isn't there? I mean, the pro is that you don't have to organise anything. You just rock up and watch your film. (laughs) But uh, then, obviously, the neg is that, you know, if you were to put these nights on yourself, then you're making a bit of revenue back for your film, haven't you? You, You're starting to reap what you put in. Yeah. In small amounts. But, again, you know, like, our success has mostly been with the the physical media or or the actual um, screenings you know, the digital stuff has been a trickle. So we've got it on, um, we had it on Prime Video as in the free Mm. option for members of of Prime. Then we we put it on the, um, you know, the the buy or rent option. And that's a trickle. Yeah. Uh, 
it's it's nice to have a trickle coming in. It's beer money. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. But beyond that, no, we found our greatest success with yeah the physical media and, and collectors, which is great for me because you know I am a I am a physical media collector as well, so yeah. it feels right. Um, it's what we love, isn't it? You know, it's yeah, what it's, yeah. it's what feels to I us. Think that that's where the passion is, and and you know, being a horror fan myself, mm. horror fans are a very passionate for good and for bad, but a very passionate group of fans. Um, and you know, yeah, you know, you can you can speak to them, you know, on their level and kind of go, look, yeah. this, this is what we're doing, and this is what we can offer. Um, and I think it's also. Um... It's a, it's a it's a little gateway that helps you contextualize what you're about to see as well, like a, a packaging. You know, it's like if if someone was to find, say, Bella, because I put I put Bella on Prime for a while, but I just didn't like how you, I just I don't know I just went off the idea of someone just stumbling upon it and thinking, oh, what's this? This is really low budget. Then turning it off. <laughs> so when I thought if they'd buy the Blu-ray, then they open the case, they get a little feel of what they're gonna get. You know. Mm. And obviously, I put some little little notes in there to you start them off. And to me, that's that's part of the experience. It's part of the experience. It takes that kind of, um, you know, that nondescript uh, sort of randomness away from it. It's more about you bought into this. Yeah. This is what you're going to get. And I think because they bought into it, yeah. they will invest in it. Then they will want to watch it and want to like it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, again, I I think there must be a way where maybe it's thumbnail art and, and of course the great thing about self-distributing is you control the thumbnail art and so mm -hmm. you know if something's not working or if you feel as, as you were saying it's unrepresentative of the film then mm -hmm. you can you can change it and you can yeah. keep changing it until you find something you're happy with but mm -hmm. I, I, for, for me and you know this is this is me personally i'd love the idea that somebody stumbled on it and yeah nine times out of ten they're not going to dig it but there is going to be that one person out of ten who it'll be like I, I see what they've done. I appreciate what they've done. And that goes back to, you know, me finding stuff in the video shop as a kid, you know. Yeah, you're right. That's that's how it is now, isn't it? I mean, um, only the other night, the wife and I we were flicking through Prime and we started watching some and it was an indie film, you know. And so, you, you know, it is getting in front of uh, unassuming eyes <laughs> sort of thing. And uh, they are getting to watch it. And like you said, that one in 10 people might be, you know, really kind of positive about it and yeah. you really enjoy it so that's, i mean it's that kind of random chance in a video shop isn't it and that's what i've always liked about prime video is is you know the the option for filmmakers to load up their own yeah. stuff it, I, I i say it jokingly and i mean it lovingly it feels like the car boot sale of like streaming videos you don't <laughs> quite know what you're gonna get it's a um, great way and, to look at it that is that's such a but a you know way. i, I Growing up as a kid, you know, like in in the Midlands, I used to go to like the the Wellsbourne, um, the giant like car boot sales there. Yeah. I used to bring home shitloads of of yeah. VHS or whatever. Oh yeah, loads of it was yeah. like preset stuff. You know, like I had the yeah. Wicker Man, which had the X rating oh, on the actual label and all of that. So times, know, it was, yeah, go to the car yeah. boots and pick up the VHS. Absolutely. Oh, so you know, I, that that's that's what I hope you know we can still have. Um, but the problem with stuff like Amazon is, yeah, there's just too much of it, isn't it? And it's, it's, you know, there it is. fortunately, oh, you're subject to the That is kind of called it the car boot of streaming. I, 
I think I'm going to be more into going on Amazon Prime then and just bearing that idea in mind. <laughs> yeah, and again, if it's right if, it's, if it's a Prime Video thing, you know, you're paying for the membership already, so yeah. you know you can give a film 20 minutes and then go, oh, do you know what this this is not for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's, there's they've, well, there's so they've much made, like, yeah, like there's so much there. Uh, I used to find so many like SOV gems on there. Oh, yeah, before some boutique label had put them out, someone would be putting them on Prime. And it was the same with uh, all the Michael J. Murphy stuff that was yeah. all on there at one point. Yes. And then on, yeah. YouTube, on YouTube. And then the moment they disappeared, you thought, okay. Yeah. These are coming you know, out. The, you know, there's a box set. <laughs> you know, there's a box set coming out. Yeah, someone, someone's releasing <laughs> this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I caught, um, yeah, Michael J. Murphy's Atlantis on there. And again, I was oh. just like, oh my God, you know, what is this doing here? On Prime yeah. Video, does nobody else know this exists there? And then yeah, yeah it came off and yeah. Well, uh, we we had a night where we screened Day of the Stranger with Atlantis down in Portsmouth. Wow. Yeah, and obviously all of the because obviously Michael J. Murphy he's, he's he he passed away um a good few years back, but all of his all of his actors and his friends they all gathered to watch Atlantis and uh-huh. and it was just like wow, getting to meet them. It was like you know he. It's because of people like Michael J. Murphy that I wanted to make a Western in the West Midlands, you know, that sort of thing. So it's great hitting them. And obviously, uh, the, but the what you've got to over... think then is is somebody, you know, will come across Day of the Stranger and yeah. they'll be inspired by that film and go, Oh yeah, do you know what? I wanna I wanna make a, a post apocalyptic film <laughs> set in, you know, like the Rhonda Valley. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks to the uh, art of distribution, um, there's so many people have uploaded Day of the Stranger now on those kind of free movie, oh, yes, where free movie channels where they just want all the hits. But there's, but they've cut all the violence out, so I've got like a butchered version of the film on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so all the violence just how it gets blacked out or just cut completely. Oh. So I'm thinking of ripping it off there and releasing a, a butchered version and calling there you it go. Nice. and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The PG version. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was such a buzz, obviously. Uh, you know. Um, Finding out that it landed on the torrent sites as well, so they'd be sending me all the screen grabs of like the yeah. knockoff discs they'd be making and stuff. I'm like, wow, you know you've made it when your film's all over the torrent sites. I, I, similar to that, a mate of mine found a German dubbed version of our first film, and I was just like, <laughs> I love this. Like we didn't, we didn't do a German dub. So yeah, yeah. I, um, again, it was on YouTube, so I downloaded it because I was just like, you know what, I want to hear what some of my actors sound like. <laughs> I love stuff like that. It just means yeah. you know you, you kind of it is the channels are working. Your films are getting pushed out further and further. But you know, do you reap anything from it? <laughs> do you know what's going on out there? <laughs> I mean, possibly not. Possibly not. I possibly mean, not. again, we we moved. You know, Little Monsters now for free on YouTube. You know, we felt that we'd made as much money as we were going to make from it. We we got back into the black, and then That's yeah, cool. put it out there. You know, and 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 then really, it's just about yeah, getting eyeballs on it. Is 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 obviously like our ethos on it. Well, talk, we've been talking for nearly two hours, so thank you so much for your time, man. No, uh, thanks really for having me. It. It's been it's been long time coming. It's been fascinating. I think yeah, we we've picked apart parts of your brain there, so I really really do appreciate it. Um, no, would you do us the great favor of maybe catching up with us in a year, and we mm-hmm. can have a chat about you know the release of Pocket Film, what you've experienced with that, and then hopefully also talking about whatever project um, you've uh, you know. Mate, it'd be my pleasure, and uh, maybe we should do it in person sometime as well. Yeah, nice. absolutely, man, absolutely. You know, I do like this. Uh, 
protective thing of doing it over Zoom. But yes, yes, I'll, I'll get over my own. Uh, I wouldn't leave the house if I could help it, but yeah. uh, you know, we're made to do these things, aren't we? <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway, thanks again, Tom. And uh, yeah, yeah, catch you soon. Pleasure, man.